How would you feel if the plans you had for your life when you were much younger, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, depending how old you are, if those early plans had worked out, how would you feel about your life today? I was thinking about this and if my plans when I was 18 had worked out, I would hate my life today. You know, when I was 18, all I wanted to be is a millionaire. And not that that's a bad thing, that's nice. But I sort of, you know, I had a very limited understanding of who I was and life and the world. And all I wanted to be was quote unquote successful, which at that time for me meant rich, just, you know, driving a fancy car, having an expensive apartment, wearing nice suits and being kind of cutthroat businessman that is crushing it. And the vision that would have excited me about my life would have turned me into a very limited sort of douchey business guy. And not that I don't love business or that I'm not douchey sometimes, but my life is tremendously richer than I ever could have imagined when I was 18. And at a very early age, when I got into the financial services sector, when I was 19 and started making some good money, very quickly, I realized that I don't want to be a Gordon Gecko in the movie Wall Street. Like, I don't want to live in that world. That world is not for me. I don't care. And I don't like that world. That's not who I am. But I didn't know that when I was 18. So I'm very glad that the ideas I had about who I wanted to become didn't work out. And the more time I have, the more often it's true that looking back with a decade behind me, I go, yeah, back then this thing didn't work out the way I wanted it to. And I'm sort of glad. You know, when I first came to Silicon Valley, I was 23 years old and I wanted to be a product technology visionary. I wanted to become kind of a tycoon in tech and be a Steve Job-like product visionary. I mean, not only did I never have a chance to be that, and I didn't end up anywhere near that direction. The first startup that I did, and I was killing myself for five years and ended up completely bankrupt emotionally, financially, spiritually, was a company that part of why I was so unsuccessful with was that I was trying to be somebody I wasn't. And today, if you could have given me the option to magically take a pill, go back in time and become a product tech visionary, I wouldn't take it because I know back then I was still confused about who I really was and who I wanted to be. And today with more wisdom, with more experience and more honesty, maturity, I look back and I go, I was on the wrong path back then. That's not me. That's not the kind of life I want, no matter what the outcomes are. Today, I would reject that. And I had many opportunities to go more towards that direction in later years where I've now had and enjoyed a lot of success, where I rejected that, you know, rejected raising huge amounts of money and hyperscaling and, you know, doing anything that would have totally excited me at 23 and 18 and today is boring me and is something I'm not interested in. So I'm glad that many, many, many of my plans did not work out. Many of my goals I never reached. I'm not glad that I didn't reach any of them because I was, you know, once in a while I got lucky and I reached many of my goals, plenty of my goals, but a lot of them didn't work out quite as expected. And in hindsight, I'm pretty glad about it many times at least. And so now I'm wondering what makes me not glad today when a plan does not work out, right? Like when a plan I have today, a goal I hold in my heart right now, when that isn't going well, when I go off course in the moment, I get very upset. I get panicked. I get stressed. I get worried. I'm fighting reality. I'm cursing the challenges or the misfortune that the universe has, you know, thrown on me. 
But the reality is that in the moment, I just can't tell. And maybe 10 years from now, very likely 10 years from now, I'll look back and I'll be glad that my limited understanding of today did not lead to the long-term goals I wanted because with more wisdom and more time, these goals, not reaching some of these goals, might turn out to be the luckiest break I've ever gotten. It certainly was so in the past. So when some things don't work out the way we want it, we have to have grace and humbleness to know what we can change and influence and to know what we can't and shouldn't. You know, the wisdom to differentiate between the two. There's a prayer, right? Famous prayer. Like, please, God, give me the wisdom to differentiate between what's within my power and I should change versus what's not in my power and I should not influence. This old Buddhist story, I don't quite get it all together, but in the rough notes, the rough outline, it's about a little village and a man in that village that has a young son and is a farmer. And one day that son is having an accident and breaks his leg and can't help his old father work on the fields to do all the work in the summer to prepare for, you know, next year's season. And everybody in the village comes to the father and tells him, oh my God, we're so sorry this has happened to you. What great misfortune. Aren't you really unhappy? Aren't you really, you know, unlucky and upset? And the old man says, we'll see. And then shortly after, there's a new war that's breaking out. And King is asking all the young men of all the villages to come and go to war. And so all the young men of that village are being called to war, except the old man's son who is injured and can't go to war. And so everybody in the village you know, summons and comes together and is like, oh my God, aren't you the luckiest? You're so lucky. Oh my God, you're so fortunate. And he goes, we'll see. And then something else happens and everybody comes and the story keeps going four, five, six times where as the circumstances change, the context of the child with a broken leg changes from unlucky to lucky to unlucky to lucky again. And the old man is his tremendous wisdom keeps saying, we'll see. I don't know what this means right now, I don't have the time and context and perspective to really judge. So I stay level-headed and go, we'll see if this is good or bad. I don't know right now. And we are all too eager to call something good or bad, lucky or misfortunate. And we're all too eager to make our big plans today work when we have to realize and maintain the truth that we're still babies, you know, and I know that when I was 20, I, I thought I was pretty adult, you know, compared to when I was 10, which was true. But to me today, when I'm 40, I look at my 20-year-old self and I say, I was a baby. I didn't know, know anything. When I was 30, I didn't know anything compared to what I know today and who I am today. And hopefully that will never change and only accelerate. And if that's true, and this is my biggest wish for my life, that every couple of years I evolve so much that I change and keep changing and evolving, then I have to have some more trust and surrender into the world and life when my plans don't go the way I want them to go. And I'll tell you right now, the last couple of months, I have had great plans, great ambitions, especially in my personal life, but in many other areas of my life. And many of them didn't go according to plan. And I've struggled and I fought and I battled. And when you fight reality, you always lose. Life doesn't lie. And when things don't go according to plan, you need to maintain a certain level of humbleness and grace a little bit of good humor, you know, can't harm either. And keep some level of lightheartedness. You might still believe that this is the right plan or the right goals. You might still pursue it, 
But if it hasn't happened the way you wanted it, then it hasn't happened. And arguing about that and getting angry about that or upset or depressed is not going to change anything. What happened, happened. What is happening is happening. And let's remember that maybe sometimes things will work out at the end much better than we are currently wise to.